but an act allowed by God? For years, my sister flashes through my nights, her body crumpled on gravel. Sometimes in dreams, I cradle her and the quilt mama made for her, pale green with a hand-embroidered Humpty Dumpty and little Bo Peep, and she's safely cocooned. I await her unfurling and the rebirth. Instead, the earth opens wide and swallows her up. At the grave's precipice, our feet scuff dirt and chunks of the firmament fall away. A clod of dirt hits the casket, shatters, shatters over my little sister with the white blonde hair, the little sister who teased me and laughed, and the way she'd throw her head back and laugh, her milk-white cheeks dimpled right through with happiness, and I'd scoop close all her belly-kickling life. They lay her gravestone flat into the earth, a black granite slab engraved with no dates, only the five letters of her name. Amy. It means loved one. How she was. We had loved her, and with the laying of her gravestone, the closing up of her deathbed, so closed our lives, closed to any notion of grace. Really, when you bury a child, or when you just simply get up every day and live life raw, you murmur the question soundlessly. No one hears. Can there be a good God? A God who graces with good gifts when a crib lies empty through long nights and bugs burrow through coffins? Where is God, really? How can he be good when babies die and marriages implode and dreams blow away dust in the wind? Where is grace bestowed when cancer gnaws and loneliness aches and nameless places in us soundlessly die, break off without reason, erode away? Where hides this joy of the Lord, this God who fills the earth with good things? And how do I fully live when life is full of hurt? How do I wake up to joy and grace and beauty and all that is the fullest life when I must stay numb to losses and crushed dreams and all that empties me out? My family, my dad, my mama, my brother and youngest sister. For years, we all silently ask these questions. For years, we come up empty. And over the years, we fill again with estrangement. We live with our hands clenched tight. What God once gave us on a day in November slash deep? Who risks again? Years later, I sit at one end of our brown plaid couch. My dad stretched out along its length, worn from a day driving tractor, the sun beating and the wind blowing. He asks me to stroke his hair. I stroke from that cowlick of his and back. His hair ringed from the line of his cap. He closes his eyes. I ask questions that I never would if looking into them. Did you ever used to go to church? Like a long time ago, Dad? Two neighboring families take turns picking me up, a Bible in hand and a dress iron straight, for church services on Sunday mornings. Dad works. Yeah, as a kid I went. Your grandmother had us go every Sunday after milking was done. That was important to her. I keep my eyes and his dark strands of hair running through my fingers. I knead out tangles. But it's not important to you now. The words barely whispered, hang. He pushes up his plaid sleeves, shifts his head, his eyes still closed. Oh. I wait, hands combing, waiting for him to find the words for those feelings that don't fit neatly into the stiff ties, the starched collars of sentences. No, I guess not anymore. When Amy died, I was done with all of that. Scenes blast. I close my eyes. Rio. And if there really is anybody up there, they sure were asleep at the wheel that day.
I don't say anything. The lump in my throat burns, this ember. I just stroke his hair. I try to soothe his pain. He finds more feelings. He stuffs them into his words. Why let a beautiful little girl die such a senseless, needless death? And she didn't just die. She was killed. That word twists his face. I want to hold him till it doesn't hurt, make it all go away. His eyes remain closed, but he's shaking his head now, remembering all there was to say no to that hideous November day that branded our lives. Dad says nothing more. That shake of his head says it all, expresses our closed hands, our bruise-shaking fists. No. No benevolent being, no grace, no meaning to it all. My dad, a good farmer who loved his daughter the way only eyes can rightly express, he rarely said all that. Only sometimes.